is Michelle with the Fringe Following. Today is November 24th, 2020, and Trump is still our president. As I was reflecting on the past four years, I saw a handy infographic by the Epic Times, and it really did an excellent job of showing just how much we've been through as patriots together over the past four years and the opposition, the vast, vast opposition that we have had to face. Because I think it is important to reflect on where we've been and how much has been overcome. We've been here before. We've done this before. We can do it again. It has been so much First, we start off when he was running for president and the politically motivated investigation. The FBI under Obama in 2016 launched a politically motivated investigation of the Trump campaign. We know that the investigation was initiated based on the thinness of evidence, and it was relied on the since discredited Steele dossier which was produced by former M16 agent Christopher Steele on behalf of the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee. So that was the first huge strike against his presidency, and he wasn't even president yet. And then we can't forget the biggest, largest enemy he's had in the media. They have been one of the most powerful forces working against Trump during his entire presidency. Over the past several years, they have relentlessly published inaccurate information about Trump while minimizing or ignoring his accomplishments. And this is all to shape the fake narrative that he is an illegitimate president. And this media climate has produced strong feelings of anger, hate, and instability with America. And this, of course, has resulted in threats to the president's life and acts of violence against his supporters. Next, we have FBI under Comey and McCabe. The FBI under Director James Comey and Deputy Director Andrew McCabe proactively worked against Trump. McCabe was directly involved in the Crossfire hurricane investigation. And even after Comey was fired by Trump in May 2017, McCabe actively pushed the agency to further investigate Trump. So that was attack number three on Trump. Attack number four is while the FBI FBI's investigation would not find any evidence of a Trump-Russia collusion. The ongoing investigations would create the public narrative that Trump had colluded with Russia to win the 2016 election. So for the first few years, this created a shadow over his presidency and constrained him domestically and internationally. Another situation that we have seen time and time again are illegal leaks. Throughout the past four years, the Trump administration has been plagued by selective leaks aimed at damaging his presidency. Some of these leaks have even been criminal in nature, such as the leak of the transcript of 
Trump's conversation with foreign leaders, which is actually a felony offense. They fail to mention that when they report it, the mainstream media, but those revealed conversations are not legal. (laughs) They were never legal and they should have never happened. This, of course, leads us to the Mueller Special Counsel Investigation, which followed the firing of the FBI Director Comey. In this investigation, it took over two years, and it was finally concluded that no, there was no evidence of any Trump-Russia collusion. However, it still gave the press and Trump's political opponent, opponents leeway to portray Trump as an illegitimate president because of his supposed affiliation with Russia. Another thing Trump had to deal with, and we had to deal with as supporters of Trump, is the federal government staffed with many people that were against his presidency and working against him. He inherited hundreds of thousands of employees, and many of which were working against him. And those higher up actively sought to undermine him or even openly work against him. So this also created a lot of chaos and strife during the past four years. And speaking of chaos and strife, we can't forget Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Black Lives Matter has been behind the riots that have plagued American cities much of this year. The group has hijacked the concerns people had over racism, and they use them to justify its advance of a radical Marxist agenda. And then Antifa, as we all know, the extremists have been involved in numerous acts of violence during Trump's presidency. And both Black Lives Matter and Antifa have been heavily and strategically funded and organized across the United States to create chaos. Antifa used militia-style force to intimidate and physically attack citizens for their political beliefs, which created a huge climate of fear for anyone that would show support for Trump or even show conservative values. They were all fair game and continue to be fair game to be attacked openly in public, oftentimes with the press turning a blind eye to this radicalness. In addition to all of these domestic threats against Trump's presidency the past four years, there has also been foreign interference. Trump's largest foreign adversary is the Communist Chinese Party. The Chinese Communist Party has consistently worked against Trump during his presidency, both publicly and behind the scenes. Beijing has used its domestic and overseas propaganda channels to vilify Trump, going as far as to suggest that the outbreak of the CCP virus in Wuhan was because of the American military. And going back on to domestic soil, we can't forget his impeachment. The House of Representatives on December 18, 2019, impeached Trump along partisan lines. The Senate did later dismiss this charge. However, this was a huge upheaval and tremendous waste of taxpayer money. And ironically, the very thing that the Democrats were accusing Trump of doing were things that Joe Biden actually did in office 
via his son, Hunter Biden. Another tremendously large attack on President Trump was the COVID-19 virus. And his opponents have, of course, conveniently accused him of mishandling it. However, they seem to forget that back on February 2nd of this year, he banned all foreign travel from China, which was the source of the virus. This decision was made by the president against the advice of some of his advisors and exceeded action taken by most other nations at the time. And his opponents, of course, called him xenophobic and that he overreacted. But in hindsight, the decision proved immensely valuable in helping to slow the spread of the virus. Yet to this day, you will never see MSM give him credit for that. In fact, they continue to tear him down, saying that all these deaths are his fault, which is absolutely unequivocally ridiculous. So after all of this opposition that I have just relayed over the past four or five years, we now are seeing election fraud, which is the final assault and final attack. With that said, we are prepared. (laughs) We've had a lot of practice up until now in regards to facing foreign and domestic threats to his presidency. And I found this whole infographic from Epic Times, and you can get it yourself in their November 18th through 24th actual physical paper. They actually still print a newspaper every week. It is found there, or it is also online. But it really brought back to me how far we've come, how much opposition we have faced. Looking at that and seeing how all of that has been overcome helps us to realize that we can do this again. This is nothing new. We're used to this. We're used to the press staying silent and not supporting what we want as American people. We are used to domestic enemies against this presidency. We are used to lies. We are used to corruption. We are used to outrageous and illegal means used by our enemies against President Trump. And it's not over yet. I think it's highly important to remember where we've been and how much of a struggle it's been and how much it has prepared us for this current fight. So don't forget where we've been and keep your eye on the prize and keep looking forward. This is Michelle with The Fringe Following and we'll catch you on the next news cycle. Thank you.